Hi, and welcome to Tidbits at TicketBud. I'm your host, Sean Burke, Director of Marketing at TicketBud. And today with me is Nicole Marie of Nicole Marie Events. Uh, she plans different types of events, owns her own event company, and she specializes in weddings. Nicole, thanks for coming onto the show with us today. Of course, great to be here. Awesome. So, Nicole, um, you know, you own your own event company, Nicole Marie Events. Could you tell us more about it and tell us more about what you specialize in? Of course. So, my company has two specialties. The first, of course, is weddings. That's, you know, how I started and how I grew my company. Um, we're venturing into what I like to call rebel weddings, but, um, you know, it's basically, we started in Beverly Hills, we did the elegant, big, beautiful weddings, but now we're getting into kind of crazier and interesting and, you know, like more unique types of weddings. Mm -hmm. And then our second specialty is strategic events. So events that have a very clear purpose, like fundraisers, PR events, and mixers. Mm. That's really cool. Um, so could you tell us about, I mean, you know, you're focusing on, you know, this new thing, Rebel Weddings, and you also have these strategic events. Um, what is your company's value proposition? For example, like, why would someone want you to produce an event over another production firm? Yeah, um, well, I always like to say with Nicole Marie Events, every dollar that you're spending on your event or your wedding, will go to a specific purpose. Mm -hmm. And you know, for, for weddings and events, those purposes can be very different, of course. Um, but for our company, we like to focus on getting really big impact. So if you think about it in the business sense, even for you know wedding couples, it's the ROI, the return on investment for every dollar you spend. So, um, and something that makes basically me as a planner very different is I'm not the wedding planner that you saw in the JLo movie who, you know, will sit there and tell you all the different types of flowers and the different types of shades of pink or whatever. I really specialize in logistics and tactical planning. So more like functional design. And that's kind of what we offer that a lot of other wedding planners don't. Yeah, I was gonna say, I can't, <laughs> I, I somehow, I've sometimes had to watch those like Bridezilla shows and it seems like they're all so concerned about all this stuff, but not the actual practical things. So I'm sure that's very refreshing. Yeah. Awesome. And you know, there's so many places that couples um, and clients can go to look for inspiration for what look they want um, and things like that. But I like to focus on the things that actually make the experience great for your attendees and guests. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, so when it comes to planning your strategic events in particular, um, and I mean also you could say for your weddings, do you have a typical like staff, like how many people do you bring on? Um, do you have a, like any best practices for hiring staff for these events? Yeah, definitely. Um, there, it really depends on the events. I do such a wide scope of events with my company. So, um, you know, for example, a bridal shower, it'll, it'll probably just be me, maybe one person to help set up. And, um, you know, one thing that I'm huge on is queuing and getting things in real time. So I always hire people for the day of the event and think of all the areas where I'm going to need someone who needs to give me an answer right away. So if I'm backstage with, you know, talent or something at an award show, and I need to know in real time 
you know, how many people are coming through the door or where a specific person is, um, I think about how many areas I'm going to need those answers from. So if it's just, you know, me backstage and someone out in the front of the house, you know, I'll hire one person um, who has, you know, a, a headset that I can get answers very, very quickly. Uh, the same with weddings, you know, like cueing music, things like that. So, you know, the bigger the scope of the event, um, I did the Geeky Awards, that was a video game type award show in Los Angeles a few years ago, and we had probably a team of 15. So I'd say, you know, anywhere, that, I mean, that was a huge event, so anywhere from one to 10 typically, depending on the scope of the event. Nice. And, um, you know, for the, and for the Geeky Awards in particular, like, what, how was the staff, um, like, what were, what was like the makeup of the staff? Did you have people who, you know, they were handling the floor and did you have like some people who were like at the gate? How could you describe that a little bit more? Yes, definitely. The, I mean, basically there was a bunch of different areas. There was a green room, there was backstage, there was on stage, there was, um, you know, different holding areas for different people who were presenting and different people um, who needed specific areas for the television crew as well as you know, a check-in and uh, seating the main floor. So if you can think about all those different areas, that's how many different uh, types of staff we needed. So we needed hosts, we needed people who really knew you know, and understood television timing, uh, people who really specialized uh, more on the PR side with handling talent um, and getting people through a red carpet, kind of escorting um, celebrities and different influencers uh, where they need to go so you know it really we really hired from a bunch of different areas for that event and along with all the staff that came with the, the TV crew and everything so that was a huge event oh yeah I, I can imagine I mean with 15 people that is pretty <laughs> massive um, that's and that was just my staff that wasn't even I mean there was probably a hundred people actually working in the event. Wow, that's intense. I mean, I've, I've heard of that and that's a pretty, pretty big award show. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so could you tell us, for Nicole Marie events, um, do you have clients like come back to you? And if so, what have you felt is the best way of actually, you know, not only growing your client list, but how do you maintain the clients that you already have? Yeah, um, well, I mean, People will tell you, like on my staff and just my friends in general, I don't go anywhere without talking about what I do and just kind of throwing it in, you know, the mm -hmm. most guerrilla marketing you can. Um, if you've seen that, the movie Freaky Friday in the Chinese restaurant, there's this woman who's always being like, oh, you have that? I'll cater it. Like, think of me, you know, like um, always throwing in what they do and, you know, say, hey, I'm a caterer, I can do this. But, um, but that's what I do. Everywhere I go, I tell people I'm an event planner, I tell people I'm in weddings, um, and I ask. So that's that's one of my key things is I always let people know what I do and I ask, hey, you know, if you're planning an event, I'd love to plan it. I'd love to be your go-to event planner, um, especially for big corporations. And that's really worked. Um, you know, and yes, like you said, I do have some repeat uh, clients coming from the wedding planning side. That's not really good to say. But um, it's not like I, I plan their wedding and their second wedding and their third wedding. But um, you know, I'll plan their wedding and then they'll need something for their work. So I'll plan a mixer for them and then you know they have a friend who's a bridal shower and I'll plan that. And you know, so 
I get a lot of repeat business that way. Um, that's really first cool. and second money as, as a side note, but no, yeah, that's fine. maintaining my clients. My key thing is, you know, constant and quick communication. If mm-hmm. they need something, I'll text them right away, even though um, I may not know the answer. I would never tell them that. I'd say, you know, let me see what I can do. That's always my go-to phrase. Um, but yeah, it's just managing their expectations along with mine as you know, a planner setting the appropriate expectations. You know, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. You can always reach me. I may not be able to give you the answer you want right away, but you know, I'm not avoiding you. I'm not one of those businesses that's so huge. You get an auto reply and then 24 hours later, someone will attend to your request. Like I'm always within reach. Awesome. So you, so you definitely, you know, are taking the proactive approach, which makes sense, you know, because you said you want to be very practical and, um, you know, make sure that every dollar goes towards something that actually makes sense. So that, I mean, so it sounds like you have a pretty strong handle of your business. Um, you, I mean, you definitely talk to a lot of clients, you know, just by getting them. Have you had any, uh, do you have any like marketing efforts for your company? Um, or do you like, do you have clients coming from referrals? Definitely. Um, you know, I have a lot of clients from referrals, uh, from weddings to events and kind of events back to people's weddings. So I get a lot of um, crossover business that way. But I also do a lot of bridal shows, uh, just, you know, thinking about the, the industry of weddings and uh, different events. There are so many qualified people in this industry, and it's really about finding the people who fit with you. And so much of that is meeting them face to face. So you can get a sense of what they're really looking for. Um, you know, something that I found doesn't really work is marketing your packages and the products and what you give because so many people in this industry can give the same thing. But it's really about, you know, are you going to be a good fit with your client? Um, and are you actually going to deliver on what their goals are for the event? Or, you know, I say wedding, but weddings have goals too. You know, like some people want to have a crazy fun wedding. Some people have want to have a very solemn and subdued wedding. So, you know, just matching the expectations both ways, that goes a long way in person. So I find, you know, my marketing efforts are best served that way. Mm, nice. Um, and can you talk a little bit more about, so you go to these bridal shows. Um, do you have like a booth there? Um, do you do any, I know you do some speaking too. Do you get clients yeah. that way? Yeah. Yeah. So bridal shows basically, yes, it's it's basically like a trade show instead of for, you know, business to business. It's um, basically like you're exhibiting to potential clients and they range anywhere from, you know, 400 attendees to 4,000 attendees. Uh, so you, you really have a bunch, uh, a huge opportunity to meet people there. Um, I do also do speaking engagements where I speak on different topics. Uh, you know, huge in this market right now is millennial marketing, and mm-hmm. I want yeah. you to be one. So yeah, all <laughs> um, the uh... I can provide some valuable insight there, mm-hmm. and you know, getting people to kind of wrap their head around, hey, you know, it's not so much an option anymore. If you, you know, like if you can text people, you need to be texting people. If you don't text like you're missing a huge segment of your target market. But, um, but yeah, I speak on a variety of topics. 
different types of ways to have areas of engagement in your events, you know, whether that's weddings or uh, actual, you know, corporate fundraisers, things like that, different things you can do. Um, yeah, I speak a lot. I am starting some online courses to teach other wedding planners. I do some small business coaching. So there's a lot of things that I have um, I've touched on in mm -hmm. my business, but, um, but yeah. That, no, that's really cool. Um, so it seems like when we talked before, you mentioned, this seems to segue perfectly, you talked about like different ways to make income with sort of like original event ideas. Um, could you talk a little bit more about that? Absolutely. Um, you know, one project that I've been working on, like you mentioned before, is we're launching rebelwed.com this summer. And what that entails is not only specialized packages towards you know, a specific group of my clients, you know, the people who want to say that I was jumping out of an airplane or underwater or, you know, the bride that wants to come in um, on a boat and, you know, have a custom stage built so she can, you know, take that boat right up until the ceremony and just step off the boat and then she's in front of everyone. So, you know, things like that. But the way that we can monetize that in different ways is, you know, thinking about, okay, in this industry, it's a very active income. You know, like the hours you put in are the hours you're paid for, especially with coordinating weddings and events. So a lot of people in this field also need a passive income. You know, whether that's designing merchandise, um, developing courses that you kind of record once and then you can sell, um, doing speaking engagements or having certain products that go, that are very much aligned with your target market. So for example, RebelWed, we have, you know, sort of like a blog, but not really. It's more of like a style guide on different things to do, um, different ways to incorporate your ideas. But also, yeah, we sell different things that say Rebel, Rebel Bride on it, Rebel Groom, um, you know, just basically providing a complete solution for these people and thinking about all the different ways you can do that. But um, aside from that, I also have, uh, I'm blessed that I'm a dual citizen, so I can actually work um, in Canada as well. So I've started creating uh, travel experiences. So selling uh, basically like, like birthday parties and mini events, but in Vancouver. And that's you know, where my family's from. So I've created sort of like a, a sideline to um, travel events and you know, events abroad. Wow, that's amazing. Um, especially with the Rebel Weddings, I definitely noticed um, there seemed to be a lot more emphasis on the extreme experiences. And I don't know if this goes hand in hand with the whole, like, um, there seems to be this millennial um, mantra where it's like, you know, experiences, not things. Um, so have you noticed, like, it seems like you built rebel weddings because you noticed a lot more people wanted this? Like, what was the impetus for actually beginning that? Well, I mean, um, I mentioned the bride that came in on a boat, yeah. and that was me, actually. Oh, I, wow. <laughs> I had a, a custom stage built in the Grand Cayman, uh, and Grand Cayman and the Cayman Islands for my wedding. Mm -hmm. um, that's something that I wanted, and, you know, I realized that a lot of people now, get, they're being told what they want you know, by Pinterest, by all these wedding blogs and everything, when that may or may not really be their personality, and they have to find these little subtle ways to throw their personality in. 
Um, plus, weddings are a huge expense, and um, it's become this thing where you know you're expected to invite a hundred people and pay for their dinner. And I don't know about you, but I don't. I can't think of a hundred people that I would pay for their dinner. You know, even my even my friends and sorority sisters, and mm-hmm. you know, like I have a huge family, but that's that's a huge expense so why not do something smaller that really shows who you are not only as a bride or groom but as a couple you know if that's something that you've bonded over i um i did a wedding where the couple the bride and groom were dive uh dive masters they own a dive shop in roatan and that was a huge part of showing their personality they wanted you know they they had they had a big wedding but they wanted to make sure that everything was, you know, sourced right. All the fish had to be sourced from um, renewable sources. The glass had to all be recycled. You know, like every little touch showed exactly who they are, and that's that's really what it's about. It's not about this, this. Okay, here's the white dress. Here's the ring. Here's the shoes. Here's the cake. It's really about the the client that you're serving, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's. I mean, it's not like I have. A lot of clients, you know, riding around on motorcycles and leather jackets and, you know, jumping out of planes, although I do and they're awesome. It's really about showing who you are as a couple. And that's, like you said, very much millennial, very much um, this new wave of personalization and customization. Um, it's it's not, oh, what color are your flowers going to be? Are you going to have a summer wedding? Are you going to have a June wedding? It's so much more beyond that. It's, it's not even where you're going to get your dress. It's, are you going to wear a dress? Is it even going to be white? You know, are you even going to walk down an aisle? Are you going to, um, even for our Indian weddings, there's a tradition where you come in on a horse or an elephant, and nowadays they're, they're coming in in Bugattis and, you know, Lamborghinis instead. And it's just showing the flair of their personality. Yeah, wow. That's, I've heard, I've heard of the uh, coming in on an elephant, but I've never heard of coming in on a Lamborghini. That's pretty cool. Yeah, or a helicopter, mm-hmm. which is actually, you know, from the event side, so much easier to get a permit for than bringing an elephant in. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. No kidding. That's so yeah. cool. Um, one thing actually I wanted to mention was there was an event on Ticketbud where it was people selling tickets to their wedding. So instead of you know like giving gifts and stuff, you would you just paid. It was essentially like a crowd-funded wedding, um, so mm-hmm. it definitely seems like that speaks to the millennial spirit too. Um, yeah, I've even heard of um, people getting sponsors for their wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like if they work for a company, and I, I've heard mostly about um, alcohol sponsors, people who work for you know Anheuser Busch, and they get them to sponsor their wedding. They have huge, like elaborate displays, which are really awesome, um, and all they had to do was kind of work out a partnership and they got the stuff for free and it was amazing i bet i mean i mean plus you save so much money on alcohol in particular so it's a great idea yeah awesome well thank you so much nicole for coming onto the show um i mean you had some really valuable insights not just for weddings in particular but you know just for you know running events and for you know event organizers too to really you know make the most out of their knowledge so thank you again so much for coming on definitely anytime awesome all right well you have a great rest of your day and uh thank you all to our listeners we'll have another show next week bye